Hi, I'm Frank Howard, the co-host of the One Sheep Podcast. Coming up, Be Not Deceived, right after this. deceived is one of the strongest admonitions Jesus made to his disciples. In Matthew 24, 4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. Verse 5 goes on to say, for many shall come in my name saying, I am the Christ and shall deceive many. You know, the thing I love the most about the word is it's a double-edged sword. It cuts both ways. He was indeed speaking of the David Koresh's, the Jim Jones the Charlie Mansons, just to name a few. His word also applies to the false teachers in the pulpits today and the fortune tellers or witches. You know, if you believe these people now, you'll believe them later when the Antichrist comes on the scene. So let me echo Jesus' words once again. Take heed that no man deceive you. Who are these false teachers? Well, people who say anything contrary to what the scripture actually says. For example, things like, It is okay to take the mark of the beast. God understands you got to eat. Yep, John MacArthur said that in one of his sermons. And I saw it and heard it with my own eyes and ears. I used to love John MacArthur's Bible expositions. Now, I don't pay him any mind. Dr. David Jeremiah said the thief on the cross was not baptized. And so people should not make it a thing of division. No, friends. Trust me. These silver-tongued devils will reap what they sow. Read the word for yourself. You don't need me or a mega-church pastor to feed you God's word. I will reference the scriptures only to illustrate a point, but I am careful to quote it verbatim. You see, God does not mind being quoted, but he hates being misquoted. Howard Pittman. I'll do a podcast on Howard Pittman. He's a very, very interesting man. Revelation 14.9 And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image, and he receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. 11. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the the mark of his name. So tell me, how can John MacArthur say, I don't think God will mind if you get the mark? God knows you got to eat. Shocked yet? Well, today's podcast is not about phony pastors. It's about the deceptions in the use of the spiritual mediums, the psychics, the witches, fortune tellers, soothsayers, voodoo doctors, whatever your term you want to use, they all use deception to earn their bread. Some use familiar spirits, better known as fallen angels. And all of it is forbidden in the Bible. And all who practice sorcery will not inherit the kingdom of God. I didn't say it. God did right here in Galatians 5, 16 through 26. Verse 16 says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth 
against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such, like of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another or envying one another. Okay, and I know some of you are watching the New Jersey Medium, right? You're saying the same thing my wife said. What is wrong with telling someone their loved one is okay on the other side? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's wrong because the Bible is very clear about what happens when we die. We don't hang around watching our relatives' lives, live their lives, and wait for Judgment Day, right? We're not sitting on the couch next to them like a couch potato watching their favorite shows. We do not go to heaven and then to hell to rescue our loved ones like Robin Williams in the movie What Dreams May Come. That is a Hollywood deception. And yes, they work for the other guy. The wicked go into hell. You say, wait a minute, how do we know this? Luke 12, verse 4 through 5. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body and after have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Still not convinced? Revelation 20 verses 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Have you ever heard the saying, out of the frying pan and into the fire? If you go to hell, it doesn't get any better for you on Judgment Day. It gets worse. I'm sorry for such a long diatribe, but I want to tell you, I need you to understand three things. All right. Number one, each and every one of you know if your loved one was a Christian or not. All you have to do is think back to the last family reunion. You already know the answer. Number two, no witches can communicate with the dead. How do we know this? Because 1 Samuel 28, 3 through 12, which is the story about the, the uh, witch of Endor, explains it pretty well. It says, Now Samuel was dead, and all of Israel had lamented him, and buried him in Ramah, even in his own city. And Saul had put away those that had familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. He kicked everybody out that was practicing divination. And the Philistines gathered themselves together and came and pitched in Shunem. Saul gathered all Israel together, and they pitched in Gilboa. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid, 
and his heart greatly trembled. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. Then said Saul unto his servants, Seek me a woman that hath a familiar spirit, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman that hath a familiar spirit at Endor. And Saul disguised himself and put on other raiment. And he went, and two men with him. And they came up to the woman by night. And he said, I pray thee, divine unto me by the familiar spirit, and bring me him up, whom I shall name unto thee. And the woman said unto him, Behold, thou knowest what Saul hath done, how he hath cut off those that have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Wherefore then layest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die? And Saul sware to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord liveth, there shall be no punishment happen to thee for this thing. Then said the woman, Whom shall I bring up unto thee? And he said, Bring me up Samuel. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spake to Saul, saying, Why hast thou deceived me? For thou art Saul. And the king said unto her, Be not afraid, for what sawest thou? And the woman said unto Saul, I saw gods ascending out of the earth. And he said unto her, What form is he of? And she said, An old man cometh up, and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel. And he stood with his face to the ground and bowed himself. And Samuel said to Saul, Why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am sore distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me. And he answereth me no more, neither by the prophets, nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee, that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. Then said Samuel, Wherefore then dost thou ask of me, seeing the Lord has departed from thee, and is become thine enemy? And the Lord hath done to him as he spake by me. For the Lord hath rent the kingdom out of thine hand, and given it to thy neighbor, even to David, because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executest his fierce wrath upon the Amalek. Therefore hath the Lord done this thing unto thee this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with thee into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow shalt thou and thy sons be with me. The Lord also shall deliver the host of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. The witch of Endor, she screamed when this happened because she was not used to seeing actual people who had lived come back to deliver messages, especially from God. She also knew who Samuel was and therefore was able to immediately see through Saul's disguise. You see, God allowed Samuel to come back and personally deliver his message, which brings me to the point number three. No one comes back from the dead unless God allows it. So why would you go to someone who can only lie to you? If you leave that witch or that fortune teller believing your loved one is fine on the other side, when they are really in hell, then the next time someone shares Christ with you, you will reject him. You will say, I don't need that Jesus nonsense. My uncle's fine on the other side. And he said he loves me. You will believe the word of a man or a woman over the word of God. And you will, at some point in time, take your last breath, and you will go from the frying pan into the fire. So what does it all mean? Trust not in the words of men or Ouija boards. The supernatural experiences I have talked about in my previous podcast are fallen angels, and they can feed the psychic's fallen angel details about you 
and the loved ones you lost. Details that only you and that loved one knew. What that loved one's last words were, or something like it, in order to deceive you. Matthew 24.4, And Jesus said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a like on iTunes. It helps more than you know. Also, if a friend is considering going to a witch or a fortune teller, be sure to share this podcast with them. If you don't know the Lord today, please listen to our other podcast, What Must I Do to Be Saved? Then find a church and get saved and baptized in. And as always, may God bless you and keep you.